0: Go to choice.crd.co. That's choice.crd.co. And I encourage you to speak up on your podcast as well. Take care and spread the word. Hello, and welcome to another podcast, Pontifications, with me, Evo Tara. I'm speaking at three different well, I guess four now, podcasting events coming up this year already. I'll be at PodFest in Orlando in March. Right before that, like two days before that, I'm going to be speaking about podcasting at Phoenix Startup Week. I intend on attending, uh, work, things are in the works right now, of podcast movement, the big show, also back in Orlando in August of this year. And then I have the nonstop, you know, every month we do a meetup in Phoenix called the I Love Podcasting in Phoenix group, where I don't really talk about that. But as an offshoot of that, very soon I'm going to be giving talks on this. So the topic of podcasting conferences comes up a lot. And for me, who my job is I, I make podcasts. This is what I do for people. But for you out there watching, you're likely a podcast producer or a consumer or a creator, something along those lines. And as most of my clients are businesses, businesses start thinking about well, what about, what's in it for me? If I'm the business owner, why should I send people to this podcasting conference? What's the point? Why should I do that? Because as a business, you've got lots of different conferences you can send people to. So back in the day, uh, many, many moons ago, well, not many moons ago, but up, up until 2014, I used to run a significant portion of good size advertising agency and also was the managing director of a very small agency prior to that. So I've been to, I've faced this issue of, should I send people to conferences or not? Marketing conferences, content conferences, those sorts of things. What's in it for me is the agency. But I'm not going to talk about that. What I want to talk about instead is what you get out of these things. Because as a person who goes to conferences on a regular basis, I got to admit, I have kind of a love-hate relationship with conferences. And what I mean by that is so I love being on stage and talking. I love assembling my presentation. I work really hard at the presentations I put together, and make sure that the stage presence I put forth are great. I want I make sure that every single person in the room who is willing to be entertained and informed will be both of those things, entertained and informed. That's me. That's my personal, my personal goal of going to a conference is I, I want to get up on stage and talk. Narcissistic? Much? Evo? Eh, maybe. But the hate comes in the fact that. I really hate networking events. I mean, I really, really despise the networking events. So I'm if you' if you go to these things with me and you see me at Podfest, Orlando during the networking time, you'll probably see me being pretty quiet because networking events really aren't my thing. I'm just not good at them, and maybe the reason i I'm not good at them is because of how I feel about the people who are good at them. Uh, if that's you, I didn't really mean to offend you specifically, but you know, that's what I, that's what I say. Look, you're going to get a lot of value out of these podcasting conferences, even if you are not a super deep into the weeds podcaster, because there's lots of pieces of information you're going to get. One, you need to tell your boss that, look, yes, I'm going to attend. And here's the reason why. And some of the reasons are I want to get knowledge. Okay, great. And I want to get firsthand knowledge. A better way to do that is connections, but again as I said I kind of I kind of hate the networking, but you don't you don't need to be like me, you don't have to hate the networking. So go ahead and make those connections, you know, get get in touch with people. A- another great thing about podcasting conferences that I also have a love-hate relationship with is the expo floor. The expo floor is where vendors have paid money, usually lots of money, to set up and show their wares, hardware, software, Consulting services, hosting companies, lots of things are in these expos. And I love walking through the expos of podcasting conferences. But I hate talking to anyone at the booths. (laughs) I really do. I really do. I always feel like I'm going to be sold. And that's why the people are there. By the way, full full disclosure, I have worked uh, conferences before. In my very early days, I worked with a company we put on large-scale conferences. I never worked the trade booth, but I did work for a large retail organization for a number of years and attended the big trade show in Vegas and was the guy in the booth trying to talk to people. And that's, that's fun. I like doing that because I like being up on stage. But as an attendee of a conference, I don't like walking through the trade show and talking to people. I like walking through the trade show, looking, and as soon as one of the salesy people comes over at once to try and talk to me, I'm usually making a beeline out of their room. Here's one of the few times I will ever say this, don't be like me. (laughs) Really, really, don't be like me in this particular case. Because yes, those people are there to sell, but every second they're spending talking to someone who isn't interested in their product is a bad way for them to spend their time. I get that. You get that. You understand that, right? So we can move on and go about our day. We can just simply tell the salesperson that walks up to us, yeah, that's not really something I'm interested in, but that that's a cool sign you had. So thanks. And that's probably enough to end the conversation. Unless, of course, they're really aggressive. But then you know what? You, you the law of two feet applies, man. Just walk away. Just walk away. You're not really being a jerk, which I'm good at that too. You know, it is. it is what it is. But those trade show floors are awesome because you'll see products there and you'll wonder, why are they here? Why is there an accounting firm at a podcast conference? You know what you should do? Here's your trick. That unspoken question that's in your head wondering why on earth this company is here, what could they possibly offer the podcasters at large, you specifically, or the larger group? Go ask them that. And the answer may be something you care less about. You're an independent podcaster. You're sitting at home and you do your stuff in the basement. Great. You go to the podcast conference. There's an accounting firm set up there that's, that's selling services. There's an insurance firm selling inferences. You don't need those services. Once they tell you what they do, fine, move on. But who knows? Who knows? Maybe they do have something to offer you that you're not thinking about. And if you've been sent to that conference by a boss by your company, you got to report back on things. Having those conversations helps you be on the forefront of this thing called podcasting. And that, to me, is the key reason that your boss might agree to send you to a podcasting conference. You've just got to sell it properly. And that is, you want to get in front of what's happening in the industry, but you want to see it in person. Yes, you can subscribe to lots of podcasting newsletters, various magazines that we have, get involved with groups, but that is not the same thing as being out and talking with people who have put their money down so that they can be there to have a conversation. Yes, you should totally attend the sessions. You should totally make a list of people you want to listen to and present that to your boss. Absolutely, if you can, find the list of attendees And make tick marks next to the high impact people you want to meet and reach out to them. But give that list to your boss and say, these 20 people, these 10 people, these two people, I'm going to track down and have a conversation because they're relevant to our industry. But then I think the third reason is to find out what you don't know. And the best way, one of the best ways to find that is on that, on the expo floor, talking to these vendors that are out there, overhearing Specifically trying to listen in on conversations as a vendor explains their services to some other podcaster you don't know. These are great ways for you to glean intelligence about the industry, which is the whole reason that your company sent you there. So that you can represent them. You can get more information and knowledge that you really can't get in other places. So love hate relationship that Evo has with podcasting conferences but I'm going and I hope to see you there and if you need some help making a podcast for your business well that's what I do I keep my clients out of the technical weeds and make podcasts for them on a regular basis make episodes of podcasts that they can be proud of and they show off and they're very happy with get in touch Evo at podcastlaunch.pro go to podcastlaunch.pro to see the services that I do currently offer my clients and I shall see you tomorrow for yet another podcast pontifications. Cheers!
1: While Americans overwhelmingly support the right of an individual to make their own decisions about abortion, unfortunately, that right is no longer protected everywhere in the U.S. The Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade on June 24th.